Ooh, what's good? You already know who it is, and if you don't know who it is, it's your man Leon Benson, aka Leon Genesis, aka your mom's favorite personal trainer, aka let's get it, aka let's work, aka always working, aka Theatrice Thompson in that building. What it do, man? We back at it again. This is episode 68, season two of the Passion Purpose Perspective podcast by yours truly. We out here, we working, man. It's August 1st, 2021, man. Here we are again. Last episode, we talked about consistency. Uh, Just ways to be consistent in the gym, ways to be consistent in the kitchen, ways to be consistent during training, before training, after training, etc. Like just how to stay on the ball no matter what's going on, man. Um, just staying focused. Uh, we talked about discipline and just a plethora of other ideas and concepts and principles last episode. So you can go back into the feed and you can check out episode 67 for all things consistency. Today, I want to briefly touch on how diet and exercise can kind of change your perception as well as your approach to life. Um, just kind of more of the downside of adopting a fitness and nutritional lifestyle some people talk about it some people don't but yeah basically some things that happen mentally and even physically when you start hitting certain fitness and nutritional goals like as usual i pull from personal experience but for me um I started looking at myself differently just in terms of like my physique. Um, it was, it just became different. Like, you know, typically you wake up or whatever you know what I'm saying, um, you get ready for your day, whether you're going to work, going to school, going to train, whatever the case may be, you're probably going to look in the mirror. So even just looking in the mirror is like a regular thing for most people. Oh, you know, you're brushing your teeth, you're washing your face, uh, you shower, you put on lotion, you're drying off in front of the mirror, whatever. You look at your body, um, you think nothing of it. But when you start, you know, getting serious with your nutrition, when you start getting serious about your fitness, um, when you actually start making progress in the gym and you actually are sticking to, you know, whatever the efficient amount of calories are for your needs to, to allow you to, you know, burn some body fat or in terms of weight training, build muscle over time, your body's going to change with that change is going to come a higher level of self-awareness with that self-awareness. You know, you can unleash some, some demons that you might not have had before in terms of just, you know, maybe like body dysmorphia or just even like obsessive compulsive disorder. It just in terms of noticing some of the changes, liking those changes and then being happy or disappointed based on how you look on a week to week basis, on a year to year basis, on a day to day basis. Like it can get super duper dangerous. Um, I've fallen prey to it. Um, in the past and sometimes still I struggle with how I look 
uh, week in and week out. Some sometimes I don't like the way that I look when I look in the mirror. Um, because I'm like, man, I got a little bit of fat here. I'm carrying a little bit of water here, or man, I should probably do more cardio because you know, my guts kind of hanging out or I'm kind of, my abs are a little fading a little bit. Like I need to go do this. I need to eat that. I need to like, or I need to stop eating food altogether. Like it's, it's man, it's such a battle mentally when you really start to get into it because you know, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. There's nothing wrong with taking care of your body and there's nothing wrong with exercising and eating clean but there is something wrong when it becomes your sole purpose and you know and you just sacrifice your happiness just to hit a specific goal so you can look a certain way and you and only being happy based on looking that way and being sad if you don't look a certain way. It's just like you don't want to get to that point. You really don't. And even the way that you start to look at other people or perceive life in general, it it just everything to you starts to equate to who's healthy, who's not healthy, you know, how many calories you ate or what type of food you put in your body that day, what you drank, like how it's going to equate to how you look, you know, whether you ate a certain amount of carbs or not, uh, you know, just your different levels of hunger throughout the day. And just knowing that everything you put in your body is going to lead to a certain result, uh, whether good or bad. And it's just like, yeah, it becomes an obsession. You don't want it to be that. I spoke about this, I believe, in the last episode. Like, you want to be proud of your of your progress. Um, you want to be okay with, you know, your efforts in the gym, your efforts in the kitchen. But you don't you don't want to be obsessed per se. Um, there's more to life than just looking good, because some people look good, but they don't feel good. On the inside, they're super unhealthy mentally. Because they're just so sickly obsessed with how they look. And you don't want that. Um, it's bad enough some of us suffer from exercise addiction. Uh, which, according to some of my research, uh, like 3% of the population is addicted to exercise. Which I definitely would categorize myself as part of the 3%. It's not the funnest thing in the world. It's not something to be proud of. It's very frustrating. And yeah, um, something that I struggle with for sure. It's just like you got to exercise every single day, no matter what, like, or you just don't feel right or your day is just not ideal or you're not as, you know, oh, my day was not as productive because I didn't train today. It's just like, man, you have to give your body a rest. And more importantly, you have to give your mind a rest just from constantly calculating or analyzing how you look, how you feel, how much you weigh, like all that BS. You really got to love the process, enjoy the process, fall in love with it, but don't be obsessed with it because obsession, that can lead you down a dark path for sure, you know, to the point where it's just like, man, you got, you know, you're suffering from uh, anorexia or bulimia, whatever it might be. Like, you don't want to take it that far. It's just not worth it. And some of the most in-shape people that you might have might see or know, it's like, yo, they have issues with their body or they have issues with uh, how they how they look at food. 
You don't want that, man. You want to be able to live a normal life, you know, have a normal diet. You want to be able to have a normal training routine that you can follow. And and you don't you don't want to feel like it's a complete waste of time or a complete disaster if you get off track a little bit or or if you fall behind schedule or if you miss a day in the gym or whatever, if you miss a healthy meal, you know, for something that's not as healthy or whatever the case may be. Um, life is way too short. Um, there will be many opportunities for you to reach your fitness and nutritional goals. You don't have to rush yourself um, to get there. And you got to stay focused on your own journey. How other people look is how they look. Your genetics are the only thing that are working against you or working in your favor. Your job and goal in terms of beginning your fitness and nutritional journey is to make your genetics work in your favor. Maybe you're uh, an individual that gains weight a little bit easier. Well, in that case, you can utilize that by building muscle a little bit faster than the average person or just being able to maintain a certain level of of energy during your workouts because you're able to gain weight a little bit faster. Ergo, you have more mass to utilize in the gym once you're actually moving your body around, ergo having more energy um, to sustain a higher level of intensity because of that. Uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you might be somebody who loses weight easily. Um, you know, just the, the slightest bit of cardio, you know, and you're, you know, burning off so many more calories or just the way that you eat. Maybe you don't eat as much just naturally um, in the most healthiest uh, form. Of, of nutrition. Ergo, you can get leaner and more cut up faster than the average person. But ultimately, you can only focus on one journey and that one journey is your own journey. Um, but you, you don't want to become obsessive about it. It's just, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Um, and it can affect the people around you, your family and your friends in, an, in a negative way. Um, and you don't you don't want that to happen either, um, because, again, there's more to life than just looking good. There really is. You got to feel good as well. Like I said, some people, they look good on the outside, but they feel like shit on the inside, uh, whether that's emotionally, spiritually or physically. You know, maybe their organs is just all banged up, beat up or whatever, because they just don't weigh too much in the gym or maybe they just starving themselves or maybe they're trying to gain muscle and they just overeating, constantly overeating and putting stress, you know, uh, just like I said, on their internal organs or whatever, just to get to a certain goal. Like, and it's just like, okay, you hit your goal. Now you look, you look a certain way you want to look, but how do you feel mentally? How do you feel emotionally, spiritually? Like, are you just completely like out of it? You know, just completely broken or miserable or not even satisfied with your with your achievements or your your accomplishments or your results. Or are you are you content? Are you satisfied? Are you happy with what you were able to accomplish? And now can you move forward with a normal frame of mind and still be able to live your life, still be able to have fun, still be able to enjoy some of your favorite foods? Because ultimately, man, it's not about giving up everything that you that you enjoy for a little bit of the things that maybe are not as enjoyable to you 
just to look a certain way or whatever. Um, and you also need to focus on increasing life expectancy and decreasing the potential medical bills that you may or may not have long term, you know, because, yeah, it's it's about overall well-being. Uh, because, again, there's people that they look really good, but on the inside, yeah, man, they're just they breaking down or they just ruining ruining their immune systems, uh, you know, just ruining their, their their skeletal system just with maybe constantly like crushing crushing their bones and 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 you know ruining you know their their tendons and ligaments and joints because of all the heavy lifting but hey they got the biggest arms in the gym or they got the biggest quads or whatever it's just like is it really worth it especially if you're not competing on a on a professional level it's like is it really worth it you want to just have uh a healthy uh you know, a healthy routine when it comes to fitness and nutrition. You don't want to be overly obsessive about it. Because like I said earlier, it really can change your perception of everything. It can change your perception of life. It can change your perception of yourself. It can change your perception of others around you. Um, you might start like looking at people a certain way because they don't exercise as much as you do or because they don't eat as clean as you do it's just like no that's not okay like like i said you can only focus on your journey but you have to enjoy the process and you can't be overly obsessed um if you didn't hit your goal this month or this year like that's okay you dust yourself off, you take a little break, you give yourself some time, you reorganize your game plan, and you move forward. Um, and you just take you take action and you execute on the small wins. You gotta continue to get the small wins over time. Um But yeah, you don't you don't want it to become like your sole purpose in life, uh to to only look good uh from an outward uh, perspective just externally like oh yeah I got abs I got muscles blah 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 like or I'm skinnier now or I'm thinner than I was like look at me but then you know you just have no confidence you know or every time you look in the mirror you just disappointed like you don't want that you don't want to live that life it's not worth it at all it really isn't um so even if that means for you that you might have to cut back on your current training that's fine Maybe you're training six days a week. That might not be necessary. You you can get the work done in three days or four days and be able to relax or take a take a breather for you know two to three days uh, for the rest of the week to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Uh, no pun intended. But yeah, man, like you just be mindful of how you feel about yourself as you're continuing to reach your fitness and nutritional goals. Be mindful of how you treat others now that you have reached a new level of fitness and nutrition. Because again, like I said, it can change the way that you look at yourself. It can change the way that you look at others. Like, you know, it's bad enough. We're already judgmental in general. Like it's damn near, it's almost innate. Like, you know, to, to look at people and think, well, they got this or I got that or or I can't believe they're doing this or well, why are they doing that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, put your focus on yourself. Are you living your best life? Are you hitting your fitness and nutritional goals? Are you hitting some of your emotional and spiritual goals? Are you hitting uh, some of your financial goals? Like, 
What about if you're a parent? Are you hitting your parenting goals? Uh, if you're a student, are you hitting your student goals? Like your educational goals? Like, you know, you got to stay focused on your own journey because that ultimately is the only journey that you can control at the end of the day. Um, you can't control every facet of your life, but you can dictate a bulk of, of the outcome. And you have to stay focused on the things that you can control. But again, you don't want to be obsessive about any of it because it can only do more harm than good in most cases. Even in terms of like just constantly be trying to be successful or wanting to be successful or accomplishing, you know, high achieving goals. That can be that can be a double edged sword, man. It can be because for some of us, we get addicted to the results. We get addicted to uh, some of the small wins or we get addicted to whatever, whatever huge goal we hit. And then it's like, all right, I got to get the next thing. And then I got to get the next thing. And I got to get the next thing. It's like, wait a second. Like, you're already in the dream. You're already in inside of the process. You're already in the goal. Like, the failures, the the hardships, uh, the small wins, the, 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 you know, some of the disasters and everything. That is all a part of the goal. That is all a part of the dream. That's all a part of the journey. You have to remember that. A lot of times... um. And this is the same, like it, it goes across the board, but of course we're focusing more so on fitness and nutrition and overall well-being. But like we only equate success with positivity. We only equate success with winning and never losing. Like we only equate success with uh, the rewards. It's like, no, you got to throw in the risk. You got to throw in the failures, the defeats, the doubts, the fears, the anguish, the turmoil. That's all a part of the ultimate dream. Whatever your goals are in life, whatever your dreams are in life, the bullshit is a part of it, too. So sometimes when you're having like a rough patch or you're going through just like a difficult moment, whether it's you uh, having an accidental candy bar or eating way too much uh, fat-free whipped cream or just, you know, maybe you went over, if you're a calorie counter, maybe you had 4,000 calories instead of 3,500 because you just, you know, you got off track. That is a part of the journey. That is a part of the ultimate dream. But you got to get through some of the bullshit first. Um, but again, it just goes back to not being completely obsessed with a certain outcome. You got to just enjoy the small wins. You have to be grateful every single day. Um, even for the little things that you're able to get done, uh, even for the little things that you're able to do in life, it's not always about winning every exchange, winning every single situation, winning every single argument. No, sometimes you got to take your lumps and bumps and deal with it because ultimately you'll learn more from your failures than you will learn from, you know, winning in life. Because when you win, you feel like you already know every you know you know everything that you need to know about that specific idea, formula, situation, or whatever. It's just like, oh well, I passed that test, so I already know everything there is to know about that, about that, uh, about that concept or that idea or that industry or that goal or whatever. It's like, no, you don't know. You just were able to get through to the next hurdle, but there's other things that you don't know that will help you to continue to move forward. Um, so yeah, man, 
you want to stay in a state of of gratitude, constantly being grateful for the small wins. And you want to be grateful for some of the failures as well, because it's going to teach you more about yourself um, and about life in general when you don't reach a certain goal um, or you do have a misstep or or a slight setback. That's when you got to go back and you got to really... Uh, you know, have a self-assessment and see where did you go wrong and, and, and what what happened, you know, to cause you to come up short this time or whatever, you know, based on some of the actions that you took leading up to the goal or leading up to that failure. Because, yeah, um, you always want to be self-assessing. Um, and, and I just got to keep going back to it. Like, you don't want to be super duper obsessive about anything. As much as... Some of you guys have heard me, you know, be like, uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta put all your focus into this, or you gotta like blah 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 blah. Like we three we, uh we seven days a week, 365, this and that. It's like, no man, that shit is dangerous. Like maybe not 24-7, 365, maybe like you know uh uh 12 12 4 uh you know 265, like you know. Take a hundred days off out of the year or something like that if you're if your current lifestyle permits that. But yeah, man, um you have to give yourself room to breathe. You have to forgive yourself. You have to be patient with yourself, but you have to truly like love yourself. And and some of the times, especially for me, like, you know, I need to learn too like resting is is self-love meditating is self-love um you know having uh you know i don't know like just taking time out of the day to appreciate where you are in your journey currently based off of where you started like that is an act of self-love um and something that I struggle with too, because I'm always, you know, on my on my Jay Z featuring Swiss Beats. On to the next one. On to the next. Uh, like literally, that's just me. I'll get something done, and it's like, okay, boom. What's the next thing? All right, I get something else done. Boom. What's the next? Thing? It's like, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Like, look at how long it took you just to get this first thing done. Look at all the, you know, things that you went through to get here. Like, look at how much time you put into this. Like, pat yourself on the back. Like, enjoy this win um, because, yeah, this one's done now. You're never going to get to recreate this opportunity again. Appreciate it while it's there, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, so you have to do the same thing with your fitness and nutritional routine, man. You got to, you got to. You got to pat yourself on the back for some of your accomplishments. Hey, you lost five pounds. Appreciate it, man. Um, you're down a couple dress sizes or you're down a shirt size or two. Yo, appreciate it, man. Um, you were able to maintain like you didn't gain or lose any weight. Like if you're in a maintenance stage of your fitness journey, like, yo, I maintained uh, 200 pounds lean like for for six weeks straight. Yo, appreciate it maybe you took your supplements uh six out of the seven days appreciate that because you might be a person that constantly forgets your your supplements or your vitamins or whatever the case may be but maybe you're just on a streak where you're just constantly remembering to take them now or you're constantly getting in you know a certain amount of water that you weren't last year like appreciate that 
got to appreciate the small wins, man, and constantly be grateful for the little bit of progress that you are making and just being grateful for being alive in general. Um, especially nowadays, it's just like, man, it could be so much worse. So yeah, man, that's just my, my perspective and my take on how, you know, fitness and nutrition sometimes can be misleading or it can, it can mess with you, especially when it comes to like your spirit and your emotions. Um, it can make you obsessive. You don't want to be obsessive. You want to enjoy the process. You want to appreciate the small wins, but you don't want to, you don't want to make it your, your life's purpose to, to, uh, get to a certain level it's just like especially with fitness and nutrition it's just too dangerous of a game to play be content that you got up today and you did your 30 minute walk or you got on the treadmill or be content that you prepped all your meals this week so you don't got to worry about no going to fast food drinks or this and that because all your meals are already cooked prepped this and that like be appreciative of those things you know so, yeah, man, that's ultimately the message for today is just being appreciative of the progress that you have made and constantly being grateful for where you are at. Um, but of course, the other side of me, the Sagittarius in me, I'm going to always say, look, there's levels, man, like continue to try and strive to be better. Just because I'm telling you to appreciate the small wins, just because I'm telling you to be grateful, doesn't mean I'm telling you to quit or give up or give in or not to push to the next level. Nah, you can always become better. Like, always look to be a little bit better every single day, no matter what. Um, just try not to be super obsessive, especially when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Um, because it can do more harm than good. Don't be like me. Don't be the 3% that are addicted to exercise. Being addicted to exercise is not fun at all. Um, I ran five miles today in about 39 minutes. Why? For no reason whatsoever. My excuse for doing it is, well, I want to enjoy working out as much as possible because one day I'm going to be 80 years old and I'm not going to be able to exercise as much or as hard as I exercise now. So I have to give everything I got to every single workout every single day until I literally can't do it the way that I'm doing it now. That's such a BS reason to do it when really I could just say, I just want to live a healthier lifestyle. I want to be fit. I don't want to walk around at 230 pounds anymore. Um, I want to try to stay lean year round, but still eat my favorite foods. And I want to live as long as possible, like such a simpler way to look at it. But for me, it's like, nope, I'm just going to, you know, bless my ass and kill myself every single day. And, you know, when I work out at home or when I'm doing my runs or whatever, like uh, because I just I got to get the most out of it and blah, 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 blah. It's just like, nah, man, like I just I love the process. But I have become overly obsessed with it. And you don't want to be like that. It's just not worth it. it. Puts a lot of strain on your body, on your mind, on your soul. And it puts a lot of strain on your family. So, yeah, man, just be mindful of that. And sometimes you got to pull back a little bit um, and just check in mentally. Constantly check in mentally with yourself, man. Like, all right, did I did I give myself, you know, a couple rest days this week? Okay, did I have a couple light workout sessions? Um, okay, cool. Like, did I give my body... Uh, and my internal organs a break from some of my supplementation this week or this month or this year, man, did I actually take any vacations? Like, um, did I, did I get some extra sleep? 
so that my body can uh, re, re, uh, rehydrate, regenerate, become rejuvenated so that I can continue to perform at, at optimum levels. You know, those are the type of things that you need to be asking yourself on a daily basis, weekly basis, a, a, a monthly basis, an annually basis, like on an annual basis so that you can continue to, you know, level out, uh, you know, your 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 disciplines or to level out some of your strengths and some of your weaknesses because yeah man you gotta you gotta try to have balance in some form or fashion so the most important balance probably is going to be mentally emotionally and spiritually you got to be balanced in those ways um but also too you want to try to balance out your meals try to balance out your your training so that you're not too gung-ho or you know just seesaw type status in terms of where you're at so yeah man just continue to have an attitude of gratitude man enjoy the small wins don't become obsessive um and just appreciate appreciate you know the things that you have accomplished thus far on your fitness and nutritional journey man other than that um yeah that's pretty much it man uh Online coaching is available right now, you know, custom fitness and nutritional coaching. So, yeah, you can DM me on any of my social media at Leon Benson two on Instagram at Leon Benson on Facebook. Uh, uh, you can type in Leon Genesis on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Um, you can Google passion, purpose, perspective, and the podcast will pop up and you can message me and let me know that you want to work with me and we can get you right, man. Uh, got some 12 week programs available right now. They are custom to you and your goals. Um, aside from that, I have still, I'm still not doing any in-person sessions. I probably won't for the longest time. Um, because yeah, that's just not where my focus is right now. Um, aside from that, um, yeah, man. We still deep. We still deep in the stock game. You feel me? Well, it's not a game to me, but um, yeah, I've been just doing a lot of research, um, and just a lot of analyzing of my uh my my journey in terms of buying percentages of companies, you know, and and just trying to get it right, man, and just trying to follow, you know, a few of the legends, a few of the masters of the game. In terms of stock investing, everybody's investing, but everybody's not doing the research. Everybody's not studying up on some of the best in the world. Everybody's not trying to play the long game um, in terms of buying stocks, you know, and holding them for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Like everybody right now, a lot of people that I speak to about stocks, they're just trying to flip their day trading. You know, they're trying to flip stocks, you know, uh, just on a day to day basis. And sell, buying and selling, buying and selling, buying and selling. Like, I'm not into it at all whatsoever. Why would I want to buy a company? Why would I want to buy a business one day? Let's say, why would I want to buy a business on Monday and then sell it on Tuesday? Or buy a business on Tuesday and sell it by Friday because the price of it went up? It's like, no, that's not. No, no. Imagine, imagine like a barber, you know, gets a barber license cuts hair in the basement for years and years finally buys their own gets their own shop so they get a building they put the down payment on it they got the permits they they hire some barbers they start cutting and now after like their first week 
of getting income from their own haircuts, getting income from some of the rent that the other barbers in the shop were paying, they like, man, I made more money this week than I ever made in my whole life cutting hair. You know what? I'm going to just I'm going to just sell my whole shop since the value of it has gone up based on these current calculations. And they only been in business for, you know, a few months or whatever. It's like, what? Let the business mature. Let the business grow. Continue to study the 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 financials of the barber business or whatever it might be. Um, Any business for that matter. Like, yo, if you put in all that work, you put in all that time. And now you're just going to give it away? What if it continues to increase in value after you give it away? Now you 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 already locked in those small those small gains. Now you got to go back and do it again and hope that it goes down like in price or or that it loses some of its value so that you can purchase it again. And it's just like, yo, you should have just held on to it in the first place. But yeah, man. I am definitely like not into the day trading side of of investing at all whatsoever like i've i've tried to study it extensively and at and every single time i study it i literally like my heart rate increases like i just start to panic it's just something that i will never understand and i don't i don't want to play that 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 game because it's a dangerous game the only thing i want to do is study like some of the biggest losers in day trading or in short, uh, short selling, just so I could see like, man, these people, some of these people went to college. Some of these people got IQs that are like over 160 and they still, you know, bet all this money on a company going down or a company going up. But because maybe they, they, they borrowed money from an institution, uh, or because they have such a short-term uh, view on this company, not realizing that the company could tank or something could happen or whatever, or just, you know, investment, you know, uh, temperament in general could just be on the decline. Now, they, they've they locked in all types of unlimited losses because of greed. And it's just not, it's not worth it, man. It's not. And it's like the amount of the the percentage of returns that you got to get in order to offset such a major loss on any level is ridiculous. I just that game to me is too uncertain. I don't know what. Yeah, like I I just don't know how to deal with that at all. Um, And I'm just not I'm not into too much risk. And to me, day trading and buying calls and put options and all that, like options to me is just like the riskiest thing that you can do in terms of investing. Like, why would you even do that? Just go to the casino and bet on it on, on, on you know, various types of games or just play the lottery. If you're going to waste time, you know, buying options and all, it's just like, nah, man, chill. I'm sorry, but I cannot see the logic in short-term bets, you know, for the potential of high rewards. But it's just like, hey, high reward equals high risk as well. It's just like, come on, man. But um, I briefly was looking at uh, a book entitled The Warren Buffett Portfolio, written by Robert G. Hagstrom. Um, and he basically just gets into um, 
just how Warren Buffett, who is, if some of you don't know, one of the most successful investors of all time in terms of his track record and how much uh, his money returned him on an annual basis um, in terms of his investments with Berkshire Hathaway. But anyway, uh, the book touches on efficient market theory. And in a nutshell, uh, efficient market theory suggests that investors in terms of like some of the uh, some of the investors via like Wall Street or people that, you know, stockbrokers in the stock market exchange, institutional investors, etc., that they are able to efficiently price securities or they're able to 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 con to consistently offer or create or say that that stocks or certain companies are priced at the necessary price that they're currently trading at that they can do that consistently and saying that hey you know Starbucks or or you know whatever other company is is priced exactly how it's supposed to be priced. It's not overvalued. It's not undervalued. Like this is where it's supposed to be at. They're saying that people can consistently do that. And um, yeah, I don't buy into it. I don't. There's too many variables that would suggest otherwise. And, you know, I was having some revelations too. And it could just be from some of the, some of the investors that I'm researching. Maybe they're just rubbing off on me. But like... You truly cannot guarantee or you can't, you know, I don't care how much research you do on a company. That doesn't mean that you're going to be right. There's too many variables that are that are that are moving around simultaneously. There's too many moving parts. Um, like, for example, um. I believe it was like the 2021 uh, Berkshire Hathaway annual shareholder meeting uh, where Warren Buffett, who, again, if you don't know who he is, one of the most successful investors of all time, you can look him up. Um, he showed a list. Uh, I think it was the S&P 500 or the Dow or the Dow uh, Jones Industrial. One of the two of the, of the top like 50 or the top 30 companies of all time in like the 1900s, he showed. And then he showed the list like 50 years later. And there was so many companies that have disappeared from that. Companies that were huge. You know, the Chryslers, the GMs, uh, just some of the guys from even before that. And it's just like those companies eventually got wiped out. But at the time, everybody thought, wow, these are these companies are not going anywhere. They're going to be around 10 years from now, 50 years from now. You know, some people thought because they just have such a strong competitive advantage, their moats are just intact. There's no way that they can go out of business. There's no way that any competitor is going to come and, and, and outdo them or whatever. And it's just like, man, all management has to do is just make a silly mistake or offer some some goofy ass option uh, package in terms of compensation or, you know, the company can even just, you know, be overzealous or 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 way too optimistic about some of their projections that they make and then boom there goes there go your earnings or there goes the reputation maybe if one of the CEOs gets into like some personal uh mischief and, and it damages the reputation there goes the company like there's so many reasons why a company can fail 
at any given at any given time frame. All we're doing as investors, as retail investors, some of us, um, some of you guys are accredited investors. Shout out to y'all. I'm trying to be like y'all. But yeah, all we can do as retail investors is study these companies, man, front to back, in and out. Um, and we can only hope that the management lives up to some of the past performance that was successful and whatever the current performance is that is successful. As far as any declines in value for whatever companies you're putting your money in, it's just like you can't control that. I can't control that. There's nothing you can do uh, if you're, you know, if you're just so hell bent on on Starbucks or whatever, think like thinking that, man, they're just going to be or they're going to continue to operate at the same level or continue to improve or continue to make money, blah, 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 blah. Like who's to say who's to say maybe a new maybe there's another uh company, coffee company that's coming right now and they're on the heels of Starbucks. You just haven't heard of them yet because you refuse to adjust your perception of 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 of, of the world or you just think that. Yeah, this is just a one and done. It's like anything can happen with these companies at any given moment, man. You never know what the hell can happen. You're only you're you're, you're only making you know preconceived notions or you're only making assumptions or you're only betting on what you've noticed the past 10 years, 20 years, 50 years of the company if they've been around that long. You're only betting on the successes that you have seen and some of the success that maybe you're currently seeing now. But who's to say what what will happen in the future? And again, based on how you know the stock market works, and 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 how uh, institutional investors or just brokers come in and price some of these securities, they they're not always in the right frame of mind. They might hear something on the news, or they might get a tip from from a from a business associate. And they put their trust in that in that tip, in that business source, in that business associate. So now they're saying, oh, the company is going to be, you know, be able to generate this, you know, X amount of earnings over the next, uh, you know, over the next half of, of, of the trailing 12 months or whatever you want to call it. Like, and it's just like. Who's to say like you're just basing that off of something that you heard. You're basing it off of a resource that you put your trust in. That resource might be completely like just it might just be, you know, just some bullshit. But we don't know. We have to wait and look at the performance of the actual company, which is why, you know, going off of what I've been learning from from Buffett. You got to study the financials. You got to study the fundamentals. You can look at technicals all day. The You can look at the beta of the stock. You can look at the price to earnings ratio, the price to sales ratio. You can look at, uh, uh, there's just so many things you can look at in terms of technicals, technical analysis. None of that matters if the business sucks. And ultimately, it doesn't matter if the business is a success. You can you can only look at those numbers. You can only look at the financials. You can only look at the management. You can only look at the industry and base that off of, you know, human potential, human behaviors, you know, just some 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 mishaps, miscalculations. And you got to look at, OK, what are the probabilities that 
I can succeed in this transaction? Or I, and then what are the probabilities that I could fail in this transaction? And weigh out your options. Obviously, you want to be on the side of, of high probability of success with any with any company that you buy. But that is going to be based on your own due diligence, man. You've got to look at everything as much as you possibly can um, in analyzing stocks, a.k.a. analyzing businesses. If you were a business owner, would you buy a business on Monday and sell it on Tuesday just because the value of it went up? How much sense does that make? That's the dumbest fucking thing. It's the dumbest idea. It's just asinine. All right. Somebody has a business and I think the business is worth a hundred million dollars. Um, on Monday, I think it's worth a hundred million dollars for whatever reason, you know, customers are just complaining or the company's just having a bad day, or maybe they've miscalculated some inventory or whatever the case may be. Maybe the reputation got hurt, this and that, whatever the case may be, but you you studied the business. You looked at all the all the uh you looked at all the factors, the figures, and everything. You looked at management. You truly believe this company will be around for ten years. But because of you know some of the customer complaints, because of some of the miscalculations in terms of cost of goods sold or 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 miscalculated inventory uh, figures, now the company is is currently selling for fifty million. So because of that. You sell it instead of instead of going off of knowing the ins and outs of the business, knowing the numbers, knowing the facts and figures, knowing the management. Like you, you know, like man, this is a probably a sure thing. But because everybody else says that it's only worth fifty million and not a hundred million, like I thought it was, you know what? I'm just gonna sell it because yeah, I'm getting kind of nervous anyway, and I'm losing money right now. Blah blah blah. Like what? It just doesn't make sense when you look at it that way. If somebody gave you a business, if somebody gave you, uh, you know, all of Apple for half off and, and you sold it the next day because the value of it maybe went from two trillion to four trillion or two trillion to, to two point five trillion in a day and you sell it. That's day trading in a nutshell. You're buying and selling businesses day after day instead of instead of looking at a business, analyzing a business, looking at the facts and figures, looking at the management, looking at, you know, customer reviews, looking at, uh, you know, product pricing, uh, looking at your margin of safety instead of looking at, you know, uh, just the duration of time that the business has been within this industry uh, versus its competitors and how and how it's dominating or not dominating or just growing rapidly. Like you rather just throw all of that away just because the price increases a little bit or the, or the price goes down a little bit. So you want to just get rid of it. So you can just get whatever profits you made and just get out, get out of the deal instead of admiring the business or, or knowing that the business will be around and just holding on to it and knowing that it's going to constantly increase slowly but surely over time. It just might take a longer time period for you to see that growth, but you don't want to wait that long. It's just like, man, I'm not into it. I'm not. I'm really not. Like, no. Um, and some people, they just don't have a, a, a strong sense of loyalty as well. Not saying that loyalty is always good because you don't want to be so loyal to where you're being an idiot. 
um, and letting somebody take advantage of you or letting a business take advantage of you in terms of buying, you know, stocks that maybe are just damn near going to zero or something based on thorough analysis that you did yourself. But yeah, man, just I'm, I'm just not into it, man. Anything can happen with these companies at any given moment. So for that, I would rather study the financials of a business, look at the management. I would rather look at, you know, just how they run their business, how long they've been in business, um, just some of their previous, um, some of their previous, you know, examples of success and failures and, and build my own idea or hypothesis or conclusion on, hey, is this company going to be successful 10 years from now? Are they going to put more money in my pocket than I started with? If the answer is yes, then I'm just going to hold on to them because essentially they should only get better with time. But who's to say you don't know the biggest companies in the world, you know, can have a, a, a hiccup and that could be the end of it. So you just never know. But that doesn't mean that you should be in and out of companies on a daily basis. No, if, if you do the necessary research and if you do enough research and you like the business, hold on to the business. If you know it's going to be around. But yeah, man, that's just my take on, on, on that. So it's getting it's getting to be a little long of an episode. So I'm about to wrap it up. But yeah, man, do your research, man. And um, before I get out of here, disclaimer, I know I put the disclaimer at the end. I should put it at the beginning, but I do what I won't. Um, I'm not I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a physicist. <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, I'm not a broker. Um, I'm none of that. But I do study what the wealthy people do because I want to be wealthy. So I'm just sharing my information with you guys. It's for informational purposes only. You need to do your own research in terms of fitness and nutrition. You need to do your own research in, in terms of stock investing or just financial uh, management in general. Do your research. Stop being lazy, man. Put the work in. Um, other than that, man, I definitely appreciate everybody all over the globe that's been listening in the few listeners that listen in every single week. I love y'all. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. We got more episodes on the way. Um, other than that, yeah, man, hit me on my DMS comment on any of the episodes. Let me know if there's certain topics that you want me to cover and discuss. And I'll think about it because I always have ideas that I want to go off of anyway. But yeah, man, we're going to keep working, man. That's it. It's hot as hell. Um, so I got to go shower. I'm going to eat. Um, hopefully I can get a nap today and just run some errands and, and yeah, man, enjoy the day and, and study and do some of the things I love to do, man. Uh, so yeah, you already know who it is. I'm not going to say it again. I'm out.